And hello, ladies and gentlemen. It is I, Nintendo Mike C, aka just Mike C, and Jermaine here. We are and back. It's your boy Audio the Kid, back with another podcast. Welcome back to the latest Hot Fix, your source for all gaming news, entertainment, etc., etc. Pop uh, culture, pop culture, anime, anime, music. Yes, all music, those things. Yeah, we can talk about music. Um. Yeah, we're we're back today. This is our official episode uh, two. Yes, episode two of the latest hot fix, and we have quite the hot fix for a lot for today too. Got a lot to rip into. We are going to talk about uh, VR is coming to Nintendo Switch, mm-hmm. and actually it comes out next month on April twelfth. And then we're also going to talk about the Captain Marvel praise slash hate that's getting out there from yeah, the, yeah, from, on the review side. Don't we'll probably rip into that. It's also International Women's Month, so what more better way to talk about? What more to hate on a movie on international? I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I saw that. I saw there was a headline on Gamespot saying like, "Great movie came out at the wrong time." I was like, "What does that mean?" I didn't read it because it made me upset. I was like, "I don't want to read You're it." Just triggered. Uh, we're also going to rip into about uh, Idris Elba is the new Deadshot. Talks in the talks. No, he is the new Deadshot. He is the new Deadshot. I saw he was in the talks. He's in. He's. I think he's the new. I I need uh, Idris Elba to sit down and debate whether or not he's going to be the next James Bond. Double O. He said he wasn't. They made that. They made that clear. That's probably why he's going to be Deadshot. Will Smith just announced last week he's not going to be Deadshot. He left, and I think. But the worst part is, I didn't like research. I just know that Will Smith dropped out because it was like controversy issues, schedule issues. It was a scheduling. You read it? Yeah, I read it. It was a scheduling issue, and they did not get their dates together. We'll rip into that, and then. The Russo brothers made a beautiful tribute to Captain America for mm-hmm. Endgame, so it all just leads more signs that my boy might be biting the bullet for everybody, taking one for the team. I understand. You gotta do what you gotta do. He is the captain, after all. There's a new captain gonna take over, too. Ooh. Um, and we also got, uh, we're gonna talk about the Game of Thrones Season 8 trailer for those bro, who did not. Bro, <laughs> I'm so not ready for that. We're gonna talk about the Game of so Thrones Season ready. 8 trailer that came out, what, two days ago? Not ready for that, And it's bro. trending on YouTube, I think, two still, three days in a row. still. Um, we're going to talk about Anthem in the, uh, where's right. the third, fourth week. Um, well, we're going to have a new segment. Are we, we going to have like regular general news stuff? And then we're also going to have a gaming segment. Mm-hmm. Um, division two was last weekend, the beta, the open beta. Mm-hmm. You're still playing Anthem. I hope I still am playing Anthem. I'm okay. Give that game up. I'll leave hey. that. I'll leave that segment to you. I paid $80. But I'm not giving up. On yeah. That. The Legion of Dawn. <laughs> one. Uh, you're, you're one. Of, I, I looked at it when you sent me that picture. I was like. All right, you ballsy. <laughs> you just you gonna take an unproven Pick chance. All my chips on black. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, we also got the Modern Warfare free for PlayStation Plus for those of you who did not know. Go ahead and uh, download that um, if you have PS Plus. It's a classic. It's that's a classic. that's the glory days of and then, online gaming right there. I'm gonna let Mike take control of the uh, Destiny Two season of the Drifter. Dredging? Nah, not anymore. <laughs> He's the uh, expert on that right now because he's been playing. I've been debating whether or not I'm going to get back into it or not. But, you really um, should, though. Especially those power surges. It can get you to 640 real pro- with no problem. I've seen it. They're not that bad. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to rip into it. Again, uh, we are the latest Hospix. We actually have, we are available on all your major, major pop platforming we services. We're on there really fast. We got um, really fast. Yes, we're on Spotify, Google Play, Apple. I just found out the other day we're on Apple. SoundCloud. Actually, yesterday, SoundCloud. Yes, uh, Jermaine actually does upload the audio versions and put on that's not on his personal SoundCloud, so you can find us there too via via through his page. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's that page of yours on um, SoundCloud? My page literally just type up "Audio the Kid" or the latest hotfix. One of the two will definitely uh, pop up. Um, you can also check on my Twitter. The link is always going to be pinned to my Twitter. 
um, at it's Toby I T S T O L B Y underscore. So you can always check it out there. There you go. There will always be a link on me on Mike's page at like all times. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. Um, so yeah. Um, thank you all for tuning in, and let's get into it. So top news. Actually, this is a little bit of breaking latest hot fix. Uh, we just found out that. Electronic Arts will not be doing a press conference this year for E3 2019. I mean, 2019. They're taking out their Sony. Uh, no, they said they're, they're still going to have a presence there. I read a little bit of the article that Jonathan Dornbush posted on IGN saying that they're going to have like little tiny mini streams of like stuff that they're going to have coming out this year and probably more on Anthem's game probably, probably a little bit. Like, of course, you know, the standards, like, you know, we know about the Maddens, the FIFAs, the, all their sports game franchises are going to be there, obviously. Um... And probably they're gonna talk more about the anthem roadmap, like post post end game. So we'll see about that. Um, I'm actually trying to like it's actually like this is like one of the first times in a while I've heard of like a lot of game companies or industries like backing out of E three of all things. It's like wouldn't be the first time. I mean, it took it like I know I think I remember years past EA didn't like really necessarily do a press conference, but they kind of did like a small twenty minute thing. I mean, I don't know. I could be wrong. See, the thing is, you have more experience because I didn't really get into like E three and Comic Con and stuff like that. So like, I like just got a PS four like late PS three, early PS four years. And how old are we talking? Because PS4 came out in 2014. Oh, dude, I was like, I'm talking about like when I was like 15. I, got I forgot you were a baby. I just turned 20. I'm not that young. I'm feeling pretty old. I'm 27, turning 28 this year. We don't got to brag about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but I mean, do I think it sucks? I don't know, because last year's E3 press conference, as we all know if you watched it, um, I'm just going to be blunt and straight up honest, because I'm very critical when it comes to the um, E3, when it comes to making a splash impression. You know what you're spending your money on. Exactly. It was trash. Uh, that the, that EA press conference last year was just complete boring and a little bit embarrassing, as we talked about last week, that you know Vince Pella was there, made that impromptu, like, yeah, fall in order. That's a thing. And then all of a sudden, a whole year, he wasn't even on stage. He was sitting in the crowd. He was sitting in the crowd, like, yeah, Adria, yeah, we got, we have a, uh, yeah, we have the latest order. You know, we also just randomly also decided to drop Apex Legends, which apparently backstory for Apex Legends is that everybody knew about Apex Legends, but no one paid attention to it. Dude, this includes everybody. It, they they put a map out there mm-hmm. and nobody. Interesting paid attention. that you brought it up because last I think when I say before we started this podcast last episode there was a article that had a picture of the Apex Legends um map and somebody said oh this is a DLC map for like Fortnite or this has to be like a DLC map for like uh, Titanfall two maybe they're having some Titanfall two DLC coming out and then somebody like, nah this is a game called Apex Legends like nobody was like what and they said the actual actual article was so not common that only had like 14 comments. <laughs> it had 14 exact Oh my comments, God. And nobody said anything about it. But when Apex Legends was announced, and then next week it was announced and released on the same day, like the day they announced and revealed Apex Legends, it was, everybody was downloading it. Everybody. I remember you were telling me about that, and I was like, bro, seriously, another Battle Royale game? Mm-hmm. But Takes place in the Titanfall 2 universe, and that's the thing but that... But you I, can't drop Titans now, so that's why yeah. I didn't want to play. You can't even grapple. Only one character can grapple. And apparently they have some like new legends coming out, but you know that's beside the point. I mean, the game's getting huge praise. Like, it, has, it, it, it made it made Fortnite drop almost half. And it hit in fifty terms million. Revenue. It hit fifty million players faster than Fortnite did. It hit fifty million players within before and, a month. Hit 
And then shortly after that, IGN made a meme using the scene from Black Panther when T'Challa was getting his butt kicked by <laughs> Killmonger, and he threw and he threw he threw T'Challa, and they put Fortnite on, they put Fortnite on his body, and he was Apex Legends. Mm-hmm. But you see Tetris ninety nine, who's also killing it in its own way, in the back like. All right, we see you, Apex Legends. <laughs> like, but we have our own thing. I feel like Tetris and Island is so confident because they're Tetris. I mean, it's Tetris, bro. Who doesn't love Tetris? I love Tetris. <laughs> like, it's 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 a great way to like calm your mind at the same it's time. It's a stress believer. It's a great way to calm your mind and stress and stress free yourself, and then automatically just turn on the stress button because you're because your lines are getting too high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, that's pretty cool. But from EA, I mean, a good look, good luck to them. Hopefully, they can finally have a, a like a structure in terms of games that can people be happy to announce. So I mean, I mean, outside the sports games um, and Anthem being out, I don't think I don't see anything. I mean, they did add that little teaser before their their press conference last year, which was. I guess maybe an unofficial official Dragon Age Four sequel. I heard about that. So it's like, but nobody it was hyped know. for like that week. Everybody announced, and then all of a sudden it just died down because we don't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. So it's like unofficial official. Can't be hyped for something if you don't know nothing. Exactly. So, but there's that. Um, and going into Nintendo Switch news again, as we always, because you know I'm Nintendo Mike C, so of course I gotta give Nintendo some love out have there. Like Nintendo Mike C, not talking about Nintendo, Nintendo news, <laughs> but I want to be fair to everybody. So yes, uh, Nintendo is gonna throw their hat in in the VR game, um, and believe it Good or not, uh, this is the gonna and it's gonna be Nintendo VR Labo. So it's gonna be based on the Labo cardboard kits. I have oh. the I have the variety kit one, and I made the piano in the house. Labo's cool. But I think with now with VR, it's gonna change change the shape of it. So the actual headset is actually gonna be forty bucks just by itself, and it's just and you could piecemeal it, and then you could buy the you can buy the um, the variety kit for which I didn't see the price, but I'm gonna probably guess there's a there's a bundle that comes with the variety kit for and the VR headset for like eighty bucks, which is actually not that bad. And I think now with how big popular VR is, mm-hmm. this is gonna be more of a streamlined one. You probably don't know this, but I used to have like a Google Cardboard one, and Google made like a little VR kit. It was made out of cardboard, and you just put, you know, slap it together, and you put a phone in there. I was compatible with mm-hmm. it, and you have a VR headset. The only thing I just don't like it doesn't have a VR strap. headset before VR headset. It doesn't have a strap, mm. so it's like whenever I want to use it, I have to like actually hold it up to your hold eyes. Up to my <laughs> eyes. But one thing I am saying that uh, that Nintendo should definitely take advantage of if this becomes a uh, a big thing, which I think it will. Come on, bro. Pokemon Snap. Like, make a sequel slash remake of the original one and just have... Because, like, in the Variety Kit 4, there's a there's actually a, a cardboard cutout of a camera. Mm-hmm. And you put... You have to use both Joy-Cons. So the Joy-Con, I think the the right one would be, like, the shutter button. And then in the lens, you twist it to zoom in. And there's a Joy-Con in there, too, so that way it can work. That, I'm just like, yo, make Pokemon Snap on there? I guarantee it that the the labo vr headset is gonna be gangbusters especially if they if they do VR decide to do that big thing so i understand why they're going the vr route you know it's like game industry going the battle royale route but nintendo's doing the vr route instead speaking of also vr vr plus nintendo reggie fils beautiful man congratulations on your retirement by the way um he did say that Nintendo was looking into VR last year when they were celebrating, I think, I think just after their first year anniversary. Someone, I'm thinking, in the industry asked them, like, what's your guys' take on VR? And they said, and Reggie's like, we're looking into it. Right now, we're going right, to, but right now, we're just riding the wave. But I guess now is the time. And it's also just before Reggie's retirement, also. It's coming out April 12th of 
next month, and I think I might actually buy it. I will probably buy it. I just want to try the VR headset by itself. I'm not sure if I'm going to throw my money another 80 bucks at the at a whole variety kit, which I have no the, room the for. I have no room yeah. for it. I mean, the piano is built and put to the side, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, I haven't I'll gone back to by. play with it. Because I'm not good at playing instruments anyway. So, I mean, I played the little, th- I played a couple of notes here just to try it out. It's really cool. I mean, I love it, but I don't have any room. So, I don't have any reason to actually buy the big kit. I just want the actual headset and hope to see what kind of like software compatibility will be there. So, like, the biggest VR game, like, from PlayStation side is the Astrobot game, which right now is getting like the biggest praise of like the most Nintendo esque game. Mm-hmm. And I also want, and speaking of Nintendo-esque, I also want to see what Nintendo's going to do with their current franchises to take advantage of this. Like do like a re- not remaster, but conversion to VR. Cut like a different idea or different perspective. So like, for example, I never got around to playing Link's Crossbow Training for the Wii. And I know that was like a first person slash third person on-rail shooter thing or a stand and defense one. They can use that as an advantage and try to make it work. I don't care. I just want to see some cool franchises be taken advantage of, not just one thing. But Pokemon Snap needs to be a thing. It There's needs to be exception. a thing. The one exception. That needs to be. <laughs> if they, if Nintendo doesn't do it, what's the point? What was the point of you making you had a, a VR? perfect opportunity? Right. You, did not you had the perfect opportunity. You could have done a remake of the original one and also make a sequel, a long-awaited sequel. I never played Pokemon Snap. I've always wanted to, and this could be the one shot that I could do that. The only problem is I won't be able to stream it. Because I'm pretty sure I had to put the, the Switch inside the actual headset and use it there. And, you know, it sucks. It'd be a cool story to tell, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless you could record me being an idiot and just be like, ah, this is cool. YouTube video coming soon, Mike playing uh, Pokemon Snap. And add it to my Twitch family <laughs> upload and just right. leave it there. But, uh, but yeah, that's that's it from the uh, Nintendo gaming front. I have nothing else. Like, outside of the, outside of the uh, today's Thursday. So, you know, the store updated. So, I haven't checked to see any new sales or anything of that nature. Hey, don't be expecting me to come up with the uh, Nintendo. I'm like, literally every single other gaming industry or like gaming company, I'll probably look into it, but Nintendo might get to it first. <laughs> might get to it don't first. Don't worry, I'll make you a Nintendo, a Nintendo <laughs> news guy soon enough. It's like, you have any questions like about anything like Nintendo, go to Mike first. Don't come to me. Don't go to my DM like, hey, do you hear about that? No, I didn't know about it. Ask Mike. Mike and if you have like, something, then share it to me on my Twitter at Nintendo Mike C. And then I'll... Put, I'll share it here. Yeah, like any suggestions topics. or stories you guys think we should talk about, have me feel more than free because you know, me and Mike will literally sit here and talk about anything. You guys have some suggestions. Me and Mike will talk about like, oh, I think we can bring this up. I think we got some points we can bring up into it. So, oh yeah. So rip into it. Tomorrow is the big release of my beautiful, beautiful Captain Marvel. His wife that uh, is my my waifu right now. My current waifu. Yeah, she doesn't know that. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't know. She doesn't okay. know she's in. It's totally in a marriage, okay. Brie but... Larson is the best. I actually just watched yesterday the Wired autocomplete episode with Brie Larson. She really is funny, and it's funny because I was talking to my friends during a season of The Drifter. Fun fact: Michael Sarah, who played Scott Pilgrim, has dated in the movies in the movie verse. She's, he has dated Brie Larson as Envy Adams, as his la- his ex, his big ex, who she also dated, Brandon Ralph, who was Superman. <laughs> At the same time, oh, yeah. also, he, Chris Evans was in uh, Scott Pilgrim. So it was basically a movie about exes. It was literally exes. <laughs> it was exes. And on top of that, people that are all playing superheroes. 
Three of which, three of the four. I like how this, how like how Scott Pilgrim, like most of the community and like the uh, actors and Scott Pilgrim ended up being actual actors. I like how two of them literally are in the same universe. Are together. now in the same as they in the same the MCU. <laughs> I maybe. want I want and they're two of my favorite characters. I want in game to literally have Captain Marvel and Captain America say at least one line or like a slick line, or like Scott have Pilgrim. a little have a little look that right. hey Chris, now I'm long time no see since Scott right. Pilgrim. I was like yo hey, chill. You, you see Scott Pilgrim lately? Who's that guy? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, can ten... we talk about the video I sent you of a Captain Marvel or Brie, Lar- Brie Larson pushing a car? Oh yeah, her that, workout regime. Yeah, her. Yeah, she's a goat. She's a go. She's a got. G-O-A-T. She's what is it? What, she was pushing a jeep. She was pushing her trainer's jeep and on a slight incline on a full tank of gas for sixty seconds. I was like, are you serious? Like she and um, compare her to the size of the jeep. The jeep was like three times her size, dude. dude and she dude. pushed the thing. And the be- the most impressive part was the fact that she was on a slight incline. In that alleyway, so she's literally holding it on her back and just pushing. I was like, "Bro, I, I give you." Respect. It's like it's you gotta I you, you I gotta give you. her a clap Top for that. Up. You gotta give her a clap <laughs> for that, man. She's yeah, she's got it. She's the best right now, and uh, she's doing it. It's like uh, you know, they're doing press junkets right now. So I think she was on uh, Jimmy Kimmel. I didn't finish the whole vin- interview on Jimmy Kimmel, but uh, she uh, said the hardest thing that she had to work on was actually trying to make a cool face. Cause you know all our favorite superheroes, they have like that cool pose. Oh yeah, and you the, know, and Iron Man slamming right. down with his fist right. down, Cap with his like his just like just just poking just his chest out, pu- pumping his chest <laughs> out, and you got like all the others like you know Falcon swooping in, Thor's just like hammer, Thor landing down here, yeah, his, gold, his his before his short hair, which is his locks now, his his beautiful long golden hair, but uh. Yeah, but hers is like I think she said like her I think someone I think in the photo was like he says just slightly bend your knees, turn and then don't smile and that's and so like if you see the poster <laughs> the original poster that when the first trailer dropped was just like the hanger and you see the planes in the background and then, like, that's the that's actually the post and yeah goose the cat in the back <laughs> which I'm still I'm still slightly mad about the fact that they changed the cat's name from goose from Chewy because in the comic books her cat's name is Chewy mm-hmm. and uh, Chewy is not necessarily a cat. Chewie may or may not be a real cat. It may be an alien that can disguise itself as a cat. Hopefully Captain Marvel goes into that. Um, I wanted to also... uh, I didn't want to... You know, I'm not trying to promote or anything. Uh, I was listening to The Kane Show this morning. Hey! My favorite radio show in the morning. I had 99.5. DC's number one hit music station. (laughs) This did a whole jingle. (laughs) Um, I was driving to get some breakfast. And it was actually... They brought up the uh, recording for the interview that... Um, Brie Larson and Samuel L. Jackson was actually sitting down. It's, they had dinner one night, and Brie Larson was like trying to ask Samuel L. Jackson for advice because it's like her first Marvel movie. Her first Marvel movie, and, yeah. You know, most people like how Tom Holland went to um, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Brie Larson went to Samuel L. Jackson and was like, "Hey, what advice um, do you have? You're not gonna give me no advice." So they basically had a whole dinner. And Brie Larson was like, so you're not going to give me no advice? And Samuel Douglas was like, are you going to give me any advice? And I was like, Ooh. <laughs> I just saw, uh, they also did a carpool karaoke together, and they did a polygraph oh, really? test on each other. To, wow. to, oh, so, yeah. he farted or something like that? Yeah, the, he said, the, the polygraph examiner said, yeah, that was true. I mean, I mean he, t- he said a lie that he did fart when he, when he said he did it, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them was like, are you going to be honest with me if, it, if I did a terrible scene? And Sam Jackson was like, hell yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. I was like, true. true. It is Sam Jackson. He's been doing his game for a long time. But um, 
But yeah, as of right now, in turn, like embargoes have been lifted all over the place, so reviews are pouring out. Um, I'm trying to avoid the reviews. Um, I avoid when it comes to MCU reviews most times, but I do watch them because they a lot of them they tend to do a pretty okay job with uh, not saying too too much. If they say spoiler too... alert at the beginning, I'll just exit out. If it's a spoiler alert, they start out with that, then I would just literally walk away until I see it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're planning that. to see it tomorrow, uh, bright and early. So because yeah. we have a we have a road trip tomorrow, but we're trying yeah. to we're still trying to see. We I'm forgot just, to I'm tell like, you guys I'm that. Like I'm still gonna see this movie. I don't care. We forgot to tell you guys. Uh, me and Mike will be going out of town this weekend, so the podcast should hopefully be uploaded tomorrow before we leave. But before that, we have to take care of some uh, MCU business and go. Oh see yeah, we have to. So that way, next week we could just have like story, a whole story, tangent stories. for like thirty minutes of just no spoilers about... though. No spoilers though. No, yeah. not, we're we're not that. We're, no, we're not that Google, dangerous. Google we're not. We're not that stupid. Honestly. But uh, no, seriously, Captain Marvel, praise all over the place. I just saw uh, an old friend of mine, he has also his po- his own podcast slash blog service, mm-hmm. uh, Pop Culture Uncovered, who's my man Harry C, he covers that. Um, uh, I think, he didn't write the review, but I think it was somebody else, and it's like, it's true, I mean, like, think about it, 10 years, 20 movies later, they finally have a female Dude, Every lead. time they say 20 movies, I was like, is it really, really 20, 20 movies? 20 movies? Like, we could literally sit down and discuss 20 movies. My favorite podcast, Christ on Infinite Podcast, shout out to Hoodie and Kevin, as well as Alex. They, I remember when when Black Panther came out, they did a ranking of, like, the top at the time. It should be 18, because 19 was Endgame. No. Nine, last one no, came out was... No, 20 should be Ant-Man and Wasp. This is probably, this is the 21st MCU movie in mm-hmm. 10 years. Uh-huh. 11 years now at this point. Yeah, um, they, yeah, they ranked all of them from, like, the best one to the least liked one. Mm-hmm. Which, unfortunately, I think Thor, all, both both Thor movies, that's not Ragnarok. And then The Incredible Hulk were, like, in their last place column. But they're saying, but they're saying that it's not a bad movie. It's just compared yeah, to the other ones. they're not saying best to worst. They're just saying best compared. Best, compared. The, the best all the way down to the last. Mm-hmm. But they're all still great movies to watch. It's like, MCU, of course. It's I, dude, what? <laughs> so, it's yeah. But, um, and speaking of Marvel real quick, Kevin Feige also confirmed that it's getting really, 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 really close where the, de- the, uh, the, the part, the deal for, to, for Marvel to absorb 20th century is there. And Kevin Feige said, like, if it does go down in time, they'll implement the X-Men at one of these movies in like an end credit scene or something like that. Oh my God. So it's like, and the, and then like, wow. So if they do absorb 20th century, does that make Scarlet Witch now the official one of the first... Her and Quicksilver, the first official MCU mutants. because yeah, um... That would be the first sign of the mutants. Because, you know, we had that at the end of... What was that movie? I'm thinking... I'm blanking on the movie that made the appearance. I think it was... Age of Ultron? Winter Soldier. The end credit scene. It was oh, the end yeah, credit it, scene where we got to see Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Like, they wasn't freaking out or anything, but it was like discovering their powers or something but like that. But it was like the MCU version of mutants because mutants is trademarked the 20th century at the mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. But if it absorbs in time, Kevin Feige said, yeah, we're going to implement them really, really So if quickly. they do that, do you think that since it's not even a spoiler at this point, if you don't know, you don't know. Do you think since they already killed off one Quicksilver, do you think they'll bring in the X-Men's version of Quicksilver? Well, that's Quicksilver? a whole different Quicksilver because then they'll have to kill off one of them. So, cause you know, 20th century during the whole entire X-Men franchise, and Quicksilver only made his only first actually showed up since what Days of Future Past, which mm-hmm. is the second one that's based on 
Michael Fassbender and John and uh, James, James McAvoy. McAvoy that was playing Magneto and Charles. So, and of course, we all, and if you read the comic books, Quicksilver is supposed to be like the, the, son. the son of Magneto. Magneto. So, we don't know how that's going to work. That's why if they if it does get absorbed in time, they're probably just gonna do like a hit the delete button and do a clean slate, or more so not even delete button, like a reset button, so that way everyone is now implemented. But they're gonna probably make some way the Age of Ultron, Quicksilver, and Scarlet Witch are gonna be like yeah, they've been around for like a really long time and they had like their thing with the Avengers. Whatever you do, do not get up for like at least a good hour after Endgame because it probably I, I would not be surprised they put like five different post credit scenes at the end of Endgame. I don't think so. I think it might be like two. Because <laughs> two, maybe three. Because I think Endgame is supposed to be the start of Phase... Or more so, Captain Marvel is supposed to be the start of Phase 4. So, and I think uh, at the same time, we don't even know what really is the next plan after Avengers yeah, we Endgame. Don't. We don't. Like, we thing don't after, know, only we thing don't. after that I mean, is Spider-Man. It's Spider-Man, which officially... Un- like, I still think... It was a little bit of a mistake and a, too a much of an mistake. early call it was a big on mistake. Marvel's part because they basically spoiled that the fact Peter Parker is very much alive and he survived the uh, the Infinity War. Like that, um, so it's like, damn it! How'd you guys mess that up? Knowing that the movie's not even out, they should have released it. Just like scene. probably, I would say probably a post credit scene or maybe I would say like in a, a two two weeks, three weeks fermented, four weeks after. So it's like everyone should have seen this movie by now. So we're gonna throw this tra- this trailer out there, and then also, but it also would have been cutting it kind of close if they did release it because it'd be like, yeah, the movie starts like basically next month, and we're just now putting out this first trailer. And you know, Marvel likes to try and do a trailer one, two, three, and like sixty other snippet trailers that are like different cutscenes together. There's like two. This the way Marvel works. There's like usually two or three big official trailers, and then everything else are like clips or sneak peeks. And me and my friend CJ, we actually talked about this, and he saw the trailer, and he was like, why did they release the trailer? It's December. They should have waited until maybe... Closer the m- to the movie yeah, comes the, out. Yeah, exactly. But that still would have spoiled the fact that Spider-Man survived the Infinity War. They should have just never said anything. I understand the movie comes out like a month afterwards, but still. just Then I would have pushed it to August instead. Just, I mean, to, just to have it that way, in my opinion. I don't know. We don't work at Marvel. Yeah, my nephew called me. He was like, I just saw the Spider-Man trailer. Spider-Man's not dead. I was like, oh my God, oh look what God, you did. Here MCU. We go. Look what yeah. you did. So it's like, all right, so when I go, when we go see the movie, it's like, all right, hey, Peter, nice to see that you're still alive. However, everyone else's fate, I don't know yet. Peter is the <laughs> Peter's the only one that we know that is alive is right, and well. Right. Of course, he's alive and well. That's it. Hope but Tom, uh hope Tom Holland doesn't come back into the theaters and be like, I'm alive, like he did with freaking <laughs> Infinity War. But, um... So like all the all the crazes are coming out. Like IGN gave it an eight point three. It's awesome. That it's on the IGN scale. That is great. It's great. IGN's um, been a little funky with the reviews lately. Everyone doesn't like their trusted reviews, but I like them. Um, I didn't watch it or nor read it. I just wanted to see the score. I was like, I bet. And I think at this point right now, it should be certified fresh, probably on Rotten Tomatoes, like most MCU movies are. Um, I love Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten, remember, don't forget, Rotten Tomatoes is a collective review site. Rotten Tomatoes do not make reviews. They just collect reviews from all critics and put it under one score. Uh, like a mean, medium, mode score. So if you remember that from school, you should know what mean, medium, mm-hmm. mode is and you average out. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't see it, but I'm pretty sure it's probably like in the high 80s going into the 90s. Um, and I think this movie is going to be something like... 
eye-opening. And I just saw on my Twitter that the Wonder Woman crew just congratulated Captain Marvel, you know, saying like, hey. Well, it's a woman crew. Yeah, know? I mean, like, it's like, hey, welcome to the welcome to the team, the fan, the the club. You Anybody know? made a poster of like Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel like shaking? Actually, head someone, head. I, think, I think someone drew a picture of Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel like flying together. I mean, I just saw like a little like a little window like because it was it was a quoted retweet. I'm not sure if it was Brie Larson or someone else that did it, but I mean, this movie is gonna be a big impact. Um, Last but movie before uh, Endgame, yeah, the movie before Endgame. But you can't sometimes when it comes to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Out of all toxic fan bases that I know about, the Destiny fan base. The Nintendo community, EA fan base. the entire gaming community as a whole, you can't have a lot of positive without having negatives. And honestly, this is just not cool because right now when IGN posted that review, I've seen it from I've seen it from people that are that work at IGN and, re, and like screenshotted it. That the fact that uh, that review on their YouTube page had at the time when I saw it, it was like three thousand down clicks. Versus like two and a half up clicks, and like some of the comments that are that's just like just negative and insulting, and it's just not fair. It doesn't make it any better that they also had to like throw shots also at the reviewer who happens to also be a woman who reviewed the movie itself and gave it a fair score and gave it a fair review and everything. That's just not cool, bro. Like this, that like the Marvel Cinematic Universe fan base just needs to just calm down and just be happy because this is something that that was meant to happen. Yeah, it took Marvel probably ten years and twenty movies later to finally have a lead, a lead female. But I feel like they're doing it for a reason. They have to because Captain Marvel is, in terms of the Marvel universe, one of the biggest names out there that needed her story, which spinned off to another character who's also one of my favorite, which is Miss Marvel, aka Camilla Khan. Mm-hmm. And I really want that movie to happen. I really, really do. I think I saw in an interview from Kevin Feige says, yes, we do have plans to do a Miss Marvel movie and make sure that they can get, like, you know, the right cast to play the parts, you know? Because, honestly, I just say, like, if you're if the MCU fan base is upset that Captain Marvel is just now being introduced, there's a lot It wasn't more. even that. It's just it's just the fact that it's just negativity about the fact that there, there's now a lead superhero. Like, in terms of lead superheroes, even though she was in the back most of the times, we've had we've had Natasha Romanoff that was playing a key role in a lot of the movies. She'd been playing a key role since her first appearance in Iron Man 2. Natasha Romanoff is an OG. And then we also had, you know, Scarlet Witch, again, played back. But, it, like, having that having that female, female presence there, I mean, look at all the ladies in Black Panther. Okoye, Shuri, Nakia, they were all awesome. They were awesome. All awesome. Matter of fact, if you people were asking me like who's her character in Black Panther, it's actually General Okoye. Mm-hmm. She was a badass. She really was. She was awesome, and she can hold her own. And she was willing to kill her own love for Wakanda. Oh, dude, I found that. Amazing. That's that's awesome. Seriously, she's like, I don't need no man. I just got I got Wakanda. <laughs> that's crazy. But all in all, like I'm not gonna rip into it too much. But look, it's Marvel movies. This is the one. This is the one fan base that actually joins everyone together. Doesn't matter if it's a woman, male, trans. Doesn't matter. It doesn't make a difference. This is a movie that everyone should be able to enjoy. This is a movie that we. This movie. This movie needed to happen because Captain Marvel is a pivotal character in the Marvel universe. She's her her powers and what she brings to the table. You know, of course, I know they're probably gonna do. I want to see at least maybe 
a trilogy of Captain Marvel movies where they'll also implement like you know Carol celestial beings maybe like more so that and then like Carol also you know she doesn't like just have like also a life on Earth but she's also an Avenger mm-hmm. she also has the uh her her own core of intergalactic heroes the Carol core <clears throat> so she has that and there's other moving parts about with Carol's with Carol's story and you know having Captain Marvel out now this weekend. It's like I'm excited because I've been dying for this movie and I read the comic books of old Captain Marvel and everything. I actually have like three out of four of the big collect like the big graphic novel collections and they're awesome stories. And I think and it's just like I think now with this movie that'll just bring in more moving parts. I want to see Spider Woman. I want to see like because you know we have Into the Spider Verse and Spider Gwen was into is was in there, but it's like there's more. There's way more female heroes out there in the Marvel Universe, mm-hmm. like Spider-Woman, and we have... There's actually, like, what, four or five different women in the Spider... in the Spider-Verse itself? I've seen them. And Scarlet I've, Spider. Scarlet Spider, everyone. And it's just, like, there's more. And, then of course, we're also getting, finally, in my opinion, where they should have had done it a long time ago, Natasha Romanoff is getting her own movie. And I'm, like... I'm all for it, even though it could be it could be a one and done movie to like explain her backstory and everything. But it's just like, yo, that needs to happen now. They could have did that around the time they finished up Iron Man two or right out there the first Avengers movie because that's she first made her appearance in Iron Man two. In Iron Man two, so, and it was like, oh my god, who's this lady? Oh, this is Natasha Romanoff, mm-hmm. aka's uh, Black Widow, the most also another badass woman, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like there's that, and of course, like I've been also I haven't read it in a while, but I was reading the Shuri comics. Which is based on her taking up the mantle as the Black Panther, and there is a graphic where she was the Black Panther. Was it like a canon, or like was it an off? It's, it's a canon. Okay. I think it's canon in the comic book world. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could be wrong. Fact check me if I'm wrong. Let me know on Twitter. That's cool. I, I'll if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll own up to it. But other than that, like, look, this is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This is a movie we're supposed to be excited for. This is a movie that everybody wanted. You saw the second post credit scene in Infinity War. You knew she was coming. Mm-hmm. She had to be there. She's the only one that can stop Thanos because of the Creed DNA and everything. So, look. The title of this podcast is going to be Higher, Further, Faster. <laughs> Higher, Further, Faster, baby. That's right. I cannot wait That's to see title. that chemistry with Marie Rambo and Carol Danvers together. If you're in a oh theater, God. If, if you're a fan of our podcast and you're in the theater with us and you just hear a guy in the back yell, Higher, Further, Faster, baby. That's Higher, Mike. Further, Faster. It's going to be Mike. That's my phrase. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, like, but like I said, crit- critics have been praising Captain Marvel. It's saying it's awesome. It's amazing. Um, I just find all MCU movies amazing. I love them all. I love them all. Like they don't I have did, to be, they do have like, their negatives. They, they do. But at the same time, I outweigh them with the positive. I love them for what they worth, including Incredible Hulk. Incredible Hulk is not a, is not a great, great movie, but it's an enjoyable watch. And Edward Norton was the OG one and he could have stayed on if he wasn't such much of a complicated individual to work with. But we have Mark Ruffalo and we're more grateful to have Mark Ruffalo because he plays both a great Bruce Banner and a great Hulk. Only one that I had trouble trying to understand because I, I made the mistake of watching this one as a kid, but now I have to watch it as an adult Was it now. Ang Lee's oh, Hulk? Eric Bana. Eric oh. Bana, yeah. I, have to, I, have to, I watched it so much as a kid and now I'm an adult. I have to understand. Like, I don't know if it, I like that movie or I hate it. I, don't, I, I was a kid time. and I was literally just watching the movie just to see Hulk. And every time I saw Hulk, I was confused as to why he was fighting. And now since I'm growing up, I understand more terms, more sciological terms and everything. I was like, okay, I think I can actually sit down, understand when is the flashback coming, when is the actual present Bruce Banner scene happening at the current moment. 
So, yeah. Um, Eric Banner, I don't hate you or anything like that, but it's like at the same time, I was like, I would just wish I understood your story a little bit more. Yeah. I'm that sorry one, that I was I, five I years old. Like that movie. <laughs> I, it's like, I don't know if I like it or if I hate it. I don't know. It's just like, eh, I know it. And it's like, Meh, it's not great. It's not good neither. The Edward Norton it's one was weird. just brutal to me. I just loved it. I, like, I love yes. that movie. It was awesome. He kicked um, that dude into the tree. I was like, do it again. <laughs> <laughs> On repeat. <laughs> so, in anime news, One Punch is coming back. Um, Cannot this, wait. Disappointing. I think it's coming exclusively on Hulu. It's, it's I, coming in April, right? In April. I think it's I, I think it's April 12th. So, uh, after I'm done playing silly VR games on my Nintendo Labo kit, I will sit down and watch. I do want to say... Disappointing news. I've never watched One Punch Man, but since How it comes dare out, you. Uh, since it comes out in April, I will start because I heard yeah, the first I season. Saw, that, dude, the first season is like only eight episodes. I saw, and they're like thirty minutes <laughs> each. You can literally get done with it in a day. Because I watched, I saw there was a show called One Punch Man on Netflix, greatest show ever, and on Hulu. I was like, One Punch Man. What the hell could this show? This be man about? literally kills everything in one punch. <laughs> and now that's the that's the part I was conflicted. He literally about. does kill. That's everything the part in I was conflicted punch. about. I was like, why? Why is there a show about the guy who can kill and defeat anybody with one punch? What is the premise? Because, <laughs> because when you watch the anime and you see why he can kill things in one punch, you be like, bro, seriously, that's all it takes. I like. I wonder if like if I wonder if he's like like Goku and something. He lets his ass get beat the entire show or like the entire episode. And he just comes back and does like one big move and finally decides to just punch it. I was like, and I was like, one punch, man. And then I heard it was season. So I didn't even watch season one. I was confused. I was like, what is going well, on you right get, now? When you get a chance in between of watching Game of Thrones, nah, dude, I'm just I'm grinding out on Game of Thrones right now. That's you have my to now after watching that season eight. To, that season eight. Yeah, trailer. I was so confused. I was so confused. I was like, what is going on? Oh my my top concern was like, why is my baby girl Arya crying? That's Why my baby, scared? bro. That's Why my baby. Right now? I've seen some stuff in the, this current season. I'm like, bro, seriously? Why? <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> moving, moving, moving on from that one. I just wanted to give a little quick anime shout out. But uh, Idris Elba is basically the new Deadshot at this point for Suicide Squad 2, which I'm not going to see. I don't really care. I we my I watched that. We, my, Kanisha and I, we took that on a, we took a shot in watching that movie and we both did not like it. And the fact that it's also an Academy Award winning movie for best makeup. I saw it with Jamila and she only loved it because of the Joker. And she just thought his That Joker was, was trash. I'm she's, sorry. She, if loved, you listen, she if loved Jamila, the body. And Jamila, the hat, Jamila, hat, if hat. you're listening, Jared Leto's Joker was trash and it was per- and he was purposeless in the entire movie. The movie is called Suicide Squad and has nothing to do with the Joker. They implemented him in there because Harley Quinn is in the movie. So they were like, yeah, we got to implement Joker. No, you don't. I was, I was like, you know what? We don't need another Joker. And then we got freaking Joaquin Phoenix's Joker coming. And I was like, what is going on? There's more Jokers than Batmans at this point. I mean, the best Joker is only Mark Mark Hamill from the animated series. Heath Ledger for Dark Knight. And most importantly, the generation Jack, Nic- Jack Ledger Joker. Yeah, you're probably Heath Ledger. I'm more Jack Nicholson Joker. Jack Nicholson slash Mark Hamill. So there's that. Um, but yeah, uh, Idris Elba is going to play the new Deadshot because of uh, controversy issues uh, with Will Smith. Will he Smith, had to bow out. Will, Will Smith um, backed out because uh, there were scheduling issues and they could not get their dates together. Um, I believe it was shooting days. They couldn't get their shooting days. And I believe Will Smith is actually doing some big projects right now. And I think that's why he backed out because he was like, if y'all can't get you know y'all shows and stuff, you know, your dates, I just can't just show up like whenever y'all want me to. Fair and enough. Fair game. So he was like, yeah, I'm back. It's Hollywood. Out. You got to have a schedule. Mm-hmm. A constant game. Like, a constant what? schedule. I can't get mad at you about that one. I nah. Guess. I think it might be best for Will Smith anyway because he's much better than that. Like I said, he probably got some bigger projects uh, happening right now. 
Aladdin, probably. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about Aladdin. I don't know. I still don't know how I feel after watching like him as the genie. It's weird. He doesn't have no funny voice or anything. It's just um, <laughs> Going back to MCU, um, the Russo brothers made a tribute to Captain America. I didn't watch it because uh, Captain America is my favorite character. The you told MCU. me about that. I was like a tribute. They're yeah. Just basically trying to spoil I, think, he's I, don't, I hope it's not some kind of way for them to say like, yeah, Cap's going to bite the bullet. But it's just like, this is Captain America, the the soul, the heart and soul of the Avengers team, the man that went Kept against his life together. You know, and the, the man that took a chance and saved Bucky's life, which ultimately led to, and went, led to the reason why there was a civil war and such such brokenness in between. But the guy's the heart and soul, and you know, he, seeing he, him he, cry broke my heart. Yeah, and then like watching the end of Infinity War, and he says. What happened? Seeing a guy like Captain Marvel, I mean Captain America, my fault. Captain America, it's all the stuff he went through, and he always had an answer or an action for everything. Yep. But at the end of Infinity War, he all didn't. he didn't say was, "Oh my god," and it was like sitting there. I was like, "This cannot be happening." Thanos, I need you to come back and catch these hands, dog, because this is not cannot be happening. And you know what? Something, an interesting um, piece that somebody brought up to me was uh, it's a, it's in the trailer. It was in the latest. I think it was the Super Bowl trailer. Um, there was a scene where it looked like Captain America was like shaking, trying to strap his um, shield on. Somebody said, "What if that wasn't Cap? And maybe that could have been the new Captain America. Maybe Bucky." Nope. Or I don't want to think about else. it. I don't <laughs> somebody said that could have been somebody else shaking. Just the fact they had to put on Captain America shield. I was like, "Don't put that thought through my head." I can't. Don't put nope. that. Captain America is my number one favorite superhero of all time. One of out of three superheroes that I actually love in my life. And you're trying to tell me. He's not there. Are you serious? And then Chris Evans keeps talking about some. Yeah, this is my last movie. I was like, no, it's not. No, it's not. I think it is. <laughs> no, it's not. I really do. I really do. I learned to after after Nathan Fillion walk away from playing Cade Six, such an iconic role for the last six years now. Kind of like let you know. Like, it's yeah. kind of like I kind of like understand to let him go because Captain America, since his first movie, you know, he's made an appearance. I mean, hell, he made a cameo appearance in Thor: Dark World when Loki just <laughs> just know, switching between <laughs> switching between. He dressed up as Cap. You know, that's like a legit cameo appearance that he had. And, of course, you know, all event, every single Avengers movie, he's there. He led the way. He led the action. He always, like you said, he had an action plan. He had a response. He knew what to do. He knew what was at, what was at stake and everything. So, I mean, I, it makes sense where the Russo brothers made a beautiful tribute to him saying, like, basically, this could be the end, but we're not going to tell you anyway. So, but brace yourselves. So, you might have to bring, like, a packet of tissue in your own pocket. Dude, I'm, I'm setting up like a station in my seat when we go see a uh, game. I'm setting up a tissue station, a snack station. Chill, bro. <laughs> a computer station to write reviews while I'm watching a movie. <laughs> like, I'm proof of this. <laughs> so, moving on again to animes, anime slash news. So, I'm not really the biggest fan when it comes to live action adaptation animes. If you know me well enough, up. because a lot of them are not really good ever. So, the reason, I'm talking, about it, the reason I'm talking about it is because it's one of my favorite franchises ever, where it's a franchise that made me still love anime, and it's Gundam, the giant mech ones, where you can, where a human pilot controls a giant mecha. So, there's a new writer, I think his name is Brian Kavan, who wrote for other things, I forgot, all right on top of my head. Um, he is the new lead writer, and also going to probably produce the live action, and the live action Gundam movie mm-hmm. that's supposed to be based on the original, like the OG nineteen seventy nine. I call it Gundam du- Gundam Double O seventy nine. That's how I'll know I'm talking about the OG one, which is starring Amuro Ray and Char, 
and the original Mobile Suit Gundam, which was the only one that was made, and only Amuro can make it. I mean, can can use it or pilot it exceptionally. Mm-hmm. But I read a little bit of the article, and it doesn't really say anything too much. But it's just say like you know you know like he's gonna Brian. It is, is gonna, happening. It's happening that and that they're they're not sure who's gonna be like who's this, who's gonna be developing it like in terms of like you know studios are gonna produce it or whatever. I don't know. I'm not entirely sure. I mean, if they can get the battle scenes cool, I'm pretty sure the fight scenes are gonna be amazing. They're gonna have to CG the hell out of it. It's the only that's way it's gonna huge work. Gundam, dude? I mean, <laughs> look, if they could do it in a way like how Guillermo del Toro did Pacific Rim, if they could do it like that, then I might be able to bite. I this, might be able to If it to gets bite. some like Pacific Rim anime CGI mixture, then yes, we can definitely Then I can definitely be okay. that. But if you're gonna do some do some cheap CGI and it looks all trash and whatnot, then no, I'm like, like frame by frame. You're gonna be studying. like it's gonna be trash. But at the same time, like this is all that the whole entire Gundam universe is a long, convoluted plot. Cool. Because, it's like, movies. you gotta think about, like, in-between moments where it's, like, the downtime, the uptime, and then the end, you know? Like, these are, these Gundam episodes stretch for about It's like, 50, if you start the first one, you're gonna have to continue on, because you they, just can't stop. Like, Gundam episodes stretch 50 episodes. 50. Gundam Wing had 49. 50, it was, no, it's 49. It's 48 of the original show, 49 if you also count the Endless Waltz movie. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's a lot of moving parts when it comes to a Gundam movie, you know. But we'll see. I might bite if they do it like in the Pacific Rim style. Basically, if you just ask Emilio Del Toro to produce to direct it, then he could probably bring those ideas from Pacific Rim I, into I this movie. I feel like when we both see the uh, trailer for it and see how the live action. If the trailer is trash, that tells me the movie's gonna be trash. Mm-hmm. So they, they can't say no. Oh no, this is not a final cut. Oh yeah, yes, it's pro- probably is the final cut. Don't try to sit here and lie. So you're gonna have a big old budget to change that CGI. No, that's not going to happen for you. We'll see. Um, and the last to round out the uh, the pop culture news, season eight of Game of Thrones. I'm crying just thinking about it. This man, Jermaine, has already started. He started watching it. He's on season two now. I'm, yeah, I'm on season You're two. You're on season two. You still got six seasons to play catch up I'm at basically the end of season six right now so you're basically at season seven I'm basically at season seven I'm about to buy it later when we when we finish here but uh I have six I'm seasons emotionally to do by April, dude. You, if you have seen Anchorman Ron Burgundy when he had the panic attack inside the uh, phone booth and he said I'm in a glass <laughs> case of emotions that's where I'm at right now I am literally in a glass case of emotions. Like, first of all, you do not start a trailer where my favorite character, Arya Stark, That's who basically I fell them in trying love to get your with, attention. who I fell in love with since the end of season one, is now scared out of her mind, dirty, and doesn't and has the face like I don't know what to do. And She's I'm just running like, away from something. I don't know what is happening. Why are you running away? Please, just tell me why you're running away. I'll protect you. What are you running away from? A lot of moving parts are going to be in this movie. I mean, I I I like to call it a movie now at this point. It's a big old movie. It's a giant movie. movie. It's it's like, if they could put like, if they did like a Lord of the Rings, have like four hour long movies, I'll be fine with that. Hey, Lord of the Rings, (laughs) the extended, I've watched the extended parts. You told me. Yeah, three hours. Did you cry like halfway through? (laughs) I cried when Frodo had to say goodbye. I was like, damn, all that, and you, you can't even go back to the Shire? I was like, that's wrong. Jon Snow and Daenerys are like they're gonna be doing some pretty big teaming up. Um, I mean, I wouldn't know. There's, but there's shots getting... were real small shots, but it looks like they're going and to I'm not through. feeding into it neither, since mm-hmm. I am still watching it. I haven't watched season seven yet, so I'm not like 
like trying to be fully invested but i am fully invested in the show but i i, I didn't want to watch it but i was like i need to watch this trailer i was like oh, there's a lot of moving parts <laughs> and i was like there's a lot of moving parts too many, I don't emotions. Know too many emotions i don't know what to expect but i am excited April cannot get here fast enough. If you want to distract yourself from the emotions of the trailer, just go down to the comment section and see all the memes that people are trying to post. About people are like the comment <laughs> section is probably like, bro, they're probably like, I'm literally not ready for this. Like, is I I mm, I just can't. I really can't. Don't worry. Well, come April, we'll all have our our final saves and everything like that. I like I how it's supposed to be. Like, I think it's supposed to be like just six episodes. I like how Game of Thrones six episodes, six like six episodes. I think is like the official count. Six episodes, but they're like almost. I think probably stretching that like that seventy minute marker, ninety minute marker, which is like an hour twenty, hour thirty. There was rumors that there's literally supposed to be uh, a episode battle, long battle. battle. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I just got done with season six, Battle of the Bastards. I didn't realize that battle was like 40 minutes just by itself. I was like, holy shit. I like how Game of Thrones know when to end a series. <clears throat> on a bad note. <laughs> Can we finally get a season where it ends on a good note for once? Yeah, like that's just the fact that I know how. I mean, again, you're, you you don't know nothing. I don't know nothing. I'm, I'm still uncultured at this point with the Game of Thrones. When you get to, when you get to the end of season three, you'll be seasoned, but you're still going to be a little uncultured. Not that I'm throwing insults to Jermaine Audio the Kid here, but he's he's right I, now I, I know very I'm not. I'll be the first I'll be right the now. first one to tell you I I don't know nothing I know the characters names that's it I it's hard to keep up with those damn names the first episode they tell you like 15 different 20 different names to keep up with and then the juniors the seniors who's married to who the, then everybody has like five this house each. that house yeah, that house that the houses is really messing me up like okay, so who's part of this house okay who's part of this house so where are they living at Okay, they're living here. So who just died? Whose dog is that? Whose direwolf is that? This is yeah, it's a lot. lot. <laughs> it's a lot of moving parts. All right, so we're gonna rip now into the uh, the gaming side of things, and I'm gonna have Jermaine lead off. Jermaine, how is your anthem journey going? Oh, dude! It's After like... all the backlash I've been hearing the last three weeks, um, from like people like with legit sources on the reason why this game is not. I good. understand. I understand the Angry Joe review. Uh, I I told you I stopped watching three minutes into the video. <laughs> the, he he kept showing those loading screens. First of all, that video was long. It was an almost it was fifty an minutes. You expected me to watch he, a fifty I minute was like, video? Yo, I sat there and watched the whole thing. I didn't watch that whole thing, dude. He did have some compelling cases, though, I, but I'll I'll, leave, I'll let you lead off into that. Um, I just, uh Don't get me wrong. I do have some negative things to say about Anthem, but it's the fact that at the same time. I put my eighty dollars into Anthem, and I will probably say I put that eighty dollars into. Anthem. How many hours you put in the game, into the game so far? Oh, dude, maybe like twenty four, pushing thirty six, almost. I literally sat one day. That's just a out. wide number, twenty four to thirty six. Yeah. Like, I know you've been playing a lot of Rainbow Six, which I also just found out they have, they announced Year Four Pass. Oh no, the Year Siege. Four Pass has been announced. The season okay. came out yesterday. Oh okay. Um, but yeah, this like I have, I do admit I put my time into Anthem, and I would do say um, I'm not like an Anthem big fan yet because I barely still because the game does have some lore. It takes some time to get used to. I would say the best way to play the game is to just sit there and actually listen to the story because it does have a story. You just have to be making sure you know what you're hearing. You know the different enemy factions, why why you're fighting in the first place, why you're a freelancer, and why you're doing the missions you're doing. I why, think are you, why are you doing these things that you're not understanding sure why? Yeah, yeah. So you can't just sit there going from mission to mission like, okay, I'm getting some loot. No, you have to sit there and understand why you're doing these missions. Why do I just meet these people? So uh, the bug fixes and the crashes and everything like that, um, right now the current... Bug fixes and crashes? We're talking about whole console crashes. Greg Miller from Kind of Funny Games 
his PS4 got the got oh, the oh, anthem dude. crush. Um, the it's called bricking. It's game. Yeah, I think game I think his got. I think his PS4 got bricked. Yeah. Um, I do it. I I haven't had that happen to me. You're so lucky. I'm gonna I'm gonna be careful you. too because I, I know you had just a regular PS4. So you better yeah, like my watch P- it. My PS4 Slim is like on life support. She's she's hanging on tight. She's a soldier. Yeah, I would start slowing <laughs> down playing that game. Um, but yeah, um, I'm one of the lucky few who did not get their PS um their PS4 bricked. Um, knock on wood. Cause I need you. To, I need you back on Destiny. Yeah. Um. Currently, the only bug happening right now is that I. You probably heard of it. Mag, don't the, say. Mag, don't say nothing. Like the level one guns are now better for the some level, strange reason. The level one guns are doing more damage and having more effects than the in-game high-tier looted weapons. Today, actually, on my way here, I saw a tweet that Anthem slash Bioware are actually fixing it. Make they're making they're, they're making a bug for it right now. So all you Anthem players That's out like there, saying I can just go back, go get get the, your Kavasta, get, get, get the Kavasta <laughs> from Destiny One. It can be it's better than any gun that's available now on Gambit Prime. Your your Kavasta could probably one shot freaking Trotter right now. Yeah, that's that's basically what I'm saying. Doesn't make any sense. But yeah, um, but that's current. That's current. That's the current bug right now. It's getting that's fixed. That's the current big bug. That's the current big bug. The apparently. Um, and I heard also that I remember I read reading that EA is aware of that. Anthem EA is, EA is aware consoles. of everything. EA is aware of everything that's going on. They and they're just, probably like, like, Bioware, what is happening here? I yeah. don't know. EA is aware of everything that's happening with Anthem, and Bioware is doing their best to fix it. That's the thing. We cannot expect just. I, I think that game should have had a later release date. In my opinion. I I do. I can agree with that. Um, it's like it's barely been a month. It's, it's, not, it's, it's been, been three weeks. It's been three weeks. And three we're weeks going on issues, four. And we're having the issues we're having. I understand that. But the issues people are having with Anthem are not from lack of story-wise or content-wise. It's just more than common bugs and game-breaking stuff, which I understand. I'm just one of the lucky few who has not gone through that yet. I, I, have, I still have my level one uh, first mission weapon. But I have not been using it. But I Man, just I thought I was bad. Yeah, I I still have a sit in there. So um, Anthem, I do want to say Anthem is a good game, but is it just I want to say give it give it time. Um, like all like all great games, they have to get time. They they have they have to like build Destiny, a, especially have, Vanilla Destiny. They have to about, build I'm a name. saying, but I'm saying Destiny. I'm not saying Destiny Two. I'm talking about Vanilla. I'm not talking about Vanilla, vanilla Destiny. Destiny. Yeah. Like Vanilla Destiny was boring, especially the fact that you didn't have like if you had no raid team for Vault of Glass, you were bored. You didn't have nothing to do. That's the thing. That's what I'm trying to say. It's like. With Anthem, you actually have to, if you sit down and actually understand the story of Anthem and why the game is called Anthem and why you're doing the missions you're doing and who the villains are, then yeah, you'll have a much more fun time because you can still play the game doing missions by yourself. You can mm-hmm. do a hard expedition and still get through that pretty good if you have the right tier loot, the right, you know, javelin gear component. There's like seven components. But let me ask your opinion on something. So I was watching the Angry Joe reviews, the Angry Joe on YouTube, his oh video God. about it. What's your What's your take on the fact that for the guns they look the same and you can't tell the difference from it? You know, I saw that. I was like, these guns look different versus, you know, in our favorite, another favorite game, Bungie's Destiny, where mm-hmm. each gun is different. Mm-hmm. You know, with the different stat rolls. Like he showed a roll, whereas a flamethrower that basically is is a, is just a piece of garbage doesn't do anything. It hasn't doesn't have even positive stacks. Zero percent. What's the point of having a flamethrower that doesn't have any reoccurring damage? The the way the weapons work in Anthem is they might look like the same gun, but the reason they have different names is because of what their roles are. 
But that's different. If they, if, if that, that doesn't make any sense if the guns look the exact same. Like, at a glance, it's the same gun. Like, so, wait, so you're pick, saying because... Like, like the picture. And the you sky, compare a marksman rifle can look the same but have two different names. Two different names, but it looks the exact same. And you don't even know the stat rules. Like, you know, Joe made a valid point of saying, like, the only way you can actually find out if it's any different is that you have to go back to Fort Tarsus... Go to the forge. You don't have to go all the way back to Fort Tarsus. Or, yeah, or, or like, or go, or he, he also mentioned about the launch bay. That doesn't make any. He doesn't. Like, I don't understand what's the point. But anyways, before we get off tangent, um, look, I really wanted that game to do better, but after seeing like his critical review and like his actual evidence of him playing and the, his only real positive that he has, like it looks gorgeous. That's like basically. I couldn't I, take. That's that's basically what I took away from his positivity about the game. Like he said, it looks gorgeous, and he said flying around is like probably the best part. I couldn't take. But Angry he said Joe's, like that alone could have been a game for like fifteen bucks by itself. I couldn't take Angry Joe's review seriously when I realized the first three four minutes of his video was literally ranting about the Logan Strange. Which actually, if you actually sit there next time you play Anthem. Put a timer on for how long you're in the loading screen. I promise you, you would not. This be man was on live stream on his phone, waiting for the load screen to finish. Was he on day one or like week one? I don't know. Because I wouldn't know. That's probably archive since footage the latest. Because on day one they actually had a no week one they had like a update and that update fixed a lot of stuff and that probably was around the same time the bricking started. But put a timer on for the next time you play Anthem, you would not be in that loading screen for more than twenty seconds max. Okay. So overall, you're still you're so overall you're still gonna support the game. I'm still gonna I'm gonna support any game that I personally like because I have faith in. I put money into okay. it, so of course you I'm did. Gonna have, you did put, I eight, put you did put eighty dollars into that. I game, put Ryan eighty dollars. I put I put eighty dollars into that game, and they gave me a uh, a um, legendary uh, marksman rifle and a whole legendary gear set. And speaking of which, let me ask you. Let me. I'm gonna we're gonna stop Anthem here with this last question. You play Destiny just as much as I have. In the first. Eight hours of you playing Destiny. Hey, Destiny One. Yes, Destiny. We're gonna use Destiny One as an example. We're gonna leave okay. Destiny Two out of this. Okay. How many armor sets in the first eight hours do you think you can find in the overworld between missions as well as patrol missions? Like complete armor sets. Yes, complete armor sets. How many armor sets do you think you can complete within the first eight hours, eight to ten hours of Destiny? Vanilla <laughs> Destiny. So this is before Crota. Dark. This is before Dark Below. This is before. No, no, no. Castle I understand. Wolves. Um. That's, it's like, I don't want to say that's a big question, because it's like, Destiny had like, sorry, a lot of, I don't want to say a lot of um, armor sets. Are we talking about like just white, or just like white all the way to exotic armor sets? From the blue, from basic blues, all, from blueberries all the way to legendaries. I can tell you, you can at least get like maybe, probably within 8 to 10 hours, Probably ten different armor sets. Yeah, I was, I was, I was pushing like maybe ten was, different armor sets and at least twenty different weapons that will actually have different stats. I want to say eight to twelve different armor sets, and I want to say maybe at least thirty different guns at yeah, this point. Thirty different guns from between between primary, special, and heavy. Yeah, yeah. Those are things to think about. I'm just letting you know. No, no, I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. No, I completely understand what you're saying. It was just so far from people that I've that I've read and listened to. There's like only two complete armor sets, and that game is huge. Yeah, and, so, and it's a looter shooter. Come on now, Borderlands had way more guns options at the beginning, and literally in Borderlands, Borderlands Two especially, it still holds a Guinness World Book of World Records for most guns in a single video game with I think nine million plus. You don't get the same gun twice in every chest you pick up. Mm-hmm. There's a guaranteed chance, and I can tell you that, and I've confirmed that. There's 
you do not get the same gun twice in Borderlands 2, and that's what I love about it. But anyways, that's it for Anthem. Like, yeah. he says, if Jermaine says he's still going to chuck by it, we'll see. Uh, maybe by, is, hopefully by E3, maybe that his opinion might change. It's a personal or, preference type of thing. You yeah. Know? Me, I thought I was going to buy it until I heard what happened, so I was like, never mind. Mm-hmm. I understand that. You know, wait. If you want to wait, wait. I'm not going to force you to buy the game. I'm not going to sit here and shut the game down your throat, so... <sighs> so in lighter news... The glory days of shooters is now for free on PlayStation Plus. Modern Warfare Remastered is free for PlayStation Plus users. For the entire month of, of March. March. Yep. I downloaded it. it I, well, it's added to my library. It's not downloaded yet. And I cannot wait to go through the entire Pripyat mission. Because that's my favorite mission of all time in Call of Duty history. This the only mission where you fight with Captain Price mm-hmm. as you as the character as a young Captain Price, Lieutenant Price, mm-hmm. in the in the trying to stop uh what was his name I forgot his name um the 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 Russian arms dealer I forgot his name whatever but yeah that mission my favorite, my favorite mission my favorite moment is you're in the ghillie suit and there's like there's there's just a convoy not even a convoy just a troop you're laying in the and grass. you're laying in the grass yeah. and, you're, and the tank rolls over you and it has no idea I was like yo that was the most you're intense sitting there, moment Ben's freaking 8 to 10 years old just sitting like oh my god Oh my god, I'm gonna get caught. No. <laughs> Such an awesome game. Yeah. Cannot um, wait to play it. I was re- I refused, honestly, from Activision to pay $40 for that game. You know game. what? Me and you And I was really boat. mad also when Infinite Warfare came out, and the only way for you to get it was to buy the Prestige Edition. Like, I was literally debating myself to buy the Prestige Edition and, of Infinite yeah. Warfare just so I can play right, Modern right. Warfare. And I, I don't like how they use Modern Warfare as like. Like a a um a blackmail baby. Like, hey, if you want to play Modern Warfare, you have to play. You have to get Infinite Warfare. Totally, like, I'm not going to sit here. But I was I was gonna be more mad because I never like really found out. Like, do you need to have the Infinite Warfare disc in order for you to play Modern Warfare? Or was I, I it thought they sold it like two discs separately. I thought I thought I, I was, it was gonna be a second a second disc or a download code. This probably gonna be a download. If it was gonna be a download code, I would have literally just went back to GameStop and just traded in Infinite Warfare. <laughs> Thank God I didn't do that because I wasn't. That's, gonna a, waste that's the ni- good thing about me. I was not gonna waste ninety five dollars doing. That. That's the good thing about waiting, cause uh, going back to last month, I was really debating like, do I want to free buy For Honor? Do I really want to buy For Honor? Oh, For Honor's free this month? Oh my god! Like, <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? If Modern Warfare Remastered kept going on sale, kept going on sale, kept going on sale, I was like, oh my god, oh my god, this is killing me. And then last week, I was like, oh yeah, Modern Warfare Remastered is coming free. I was like, perfect. Thank you. That's the that's the beauty about waiting. That's the beauty about waiting. I might try to do a land party now with that game. Oh, dude! You t- I think you party. told me about that. Yeah, yeah. do a land party with Yo, that game now that it's parties. free. Yes. Land um, the best. More Mortal Kombat news from two guys that don't play a lot of Mortal Kombat. Um, one well, guy who's so trash at it. One, yeah, I am <laughs> just I'm afraid to pick up those sticks and try. Cassie Cage and Kano are and Kano are officially announced. And Cassie Cage is one of my favorite. Was one of my new favorite characters from Mortal Kombat. Uh, ten. Mm-hmm. She was really fun. That's the offspring of Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade. Mm-hmm. Um, she's adorable. Her intro when she comes in, she was like coming down <laughs> upside down on a rope and says "sup," and I was like, "All right." And, oh, she was shooting bubble gum. The pop, the bolt, the uh, the gum popped, and then it showed her new fatality. You just basically get a nice big empty hole in your chest, and she puts a heart over it. And she, yeah, and she a just like shoots a whole bunch of bullets and just puts a hole in your chest. And it's then, pretty dope. Cassie Kano, Cage is pretty cool. Kano looks a little bit brutal. I think uh, there was his Kano's always been brutal. This guy's his, this time he's bald now. So yeah, he, there's that. He like slammed Cassie into the ground and like 
he has apparently he has his the knives or like swords. He has in his a feet, knife in his boot, and he stabbed her with it, and just slid it up her like up her. Uh, Which front. I think that's probably like the X ray move. I was like, that can't be an X ray move because like that person's dead, bro. Yeah, that wasn't the X ray move. It was the X ray move was um he kicked her with the heel of his foot. And the, like the the top, the root of her head. I'm like, oh, that looked like. I love the X-ray <laughs> combos, man. I've always that I've always thought that X-ray moves were more brutal than the actual fatalities. It's like you like, see an X-ray so move, like, oh my cool. god, oh my god. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, oh, and you can see like the bone and like where it would be, and you just see it crack and explode. I'm just like, damn. Yeah. But yeah, Mortal Kombat. It comes out next. I actually on April 11th. I'm not gonna put like a lot of money into it. I might, I might buy it just because I like. Um, oh, if you buy it, go to Twitch stream and just go online and just get your ass handed to it and oh, laugh at you. Dude, dude, I'll, I'll definitely <laughs> It's like, no, nah, I'm not that brutal. I'm not that cool. Audi goes up against top ranked uh, <laughs> Mortal Kombat players in and day fails. one. Day, day one. And fails. <laughs> I did dot, that, dot, dot, and fails. I did that with Injustice 2. Oh, my dude, there was so many Batmans. So, oh, my God. You know, I can't even talk about Injustice 2. Um, the Division 2 beta is now officially over. We're now, next week is actually the release march 15th i believe mm-hmm. um mike i think you put more time into division two than i did because i stopped streaming it but then after the first two missions i beat it no you did how yep. was it um yeah i don't know that's my that was my exact I don't impression no like the game is cool and i love the one-to-one recreation of washington dc which if you guys don't know we are we do live in maryland so Washington D.C. is literally a sneeze away down the street from where I live, like at dude, least we can, we can be six minutes away from where I live. Dude, from where I live, an I hour be and a half DC it's from, traffic. <laughs> I, can, I can be in D.C. from 15, 20 minutes from where I live, dude. And it was like the fact that you know, yeah, you're literally closest because you live right down the street from the main street to get uh-huh. on there. I'm not gonna say what that street is, but yeah. uh, personal reasons. But um, when I was playing, I was like, I like the fact that you know. Is, you can tell this is what basic DC looks like. The, no, the, no, they no, they literally got like a research team. I no, no, they did, they did that for New York. I know what you're saying. They did that for. Um, they New went York out too. there and they like, got actual got geographical everything. um looks, and they actually got the real buildings and stuff. And granted, like that. they could they also couldn't use like NASA for example because you know that's you know copyrighted and everything. Mm-hmm. So they had to call it a different name for the 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 space headquarters mm-hmm. in DC, but. Um, I think where I was playing, I was around Gallery Place Chinatown because I ran. I actually found the Chinatown Metro Station. I was like, "Oh, this is my favorite Metro Station." And yeah, I was I went like, to- <laughs> it was really cool to see, like it's really cool to see it recreate like DC created in recreated in a virtual space, destroyed, and you know, you as me, I lived in Maryland for probably over 20 years so dc even though i'm not from it i'm puerto rican but dc is one of my favorite cities and it's so much history there i mean this is this is the nation's capital and division agents work directly underneath the president so, so how come and, so how come did they how come the division agents fail from trying to protect the, protect and the, the president? thing is the fact that, that i'm interested in the story i might actually buy it this time because of the story because of the fact that now it's in dc our home base our base of operations is, is the, the white house. house but where is the president. president. So what happened to the point that the game began, but we're have the base of operations is the White House, but we have no president, or we don't really know who's our like in charge. Did the president move somewhere during the attack? We got him out, and we we're just using the White House as like a lure for like enemies or something like that. I don't know. But when I was personally playing it, I don't want to say like to disrespect, say I got bored, but I, I honestly, what I was, I was honestly getting bored. No, that's fine. The f- first mission, I was like, okay, we're taking back the base of operations like we did in the first game. Okay, that's what we did. Then the second mission, we had to go um, 
you know, right after you get your base of operations, they give you a whole bunch of side missions to do. Like, go help out this person, go help out this person, go ahead and prove Now, I you. did finish the story mm-hmm. that they offered in it, but I didn't do the end game part. Unfortunately, uh, you didn't do like the PvP Dark Zone and stuff. Hell like no, that. I'm not gonna do the Dark Zone. I hated Dark Zone in the first game. It's so trash. It's, so, it's not the bully. cool. If you want to get bullied, especially if, you, if you're just in there just to explore, and all of a sudden pff, you just fall on the floor. Like, why am I on the floor dead? Like, what just happened? What? Agent went rogue. The moment you hear Agent went rogue, is that's just... when I turn around and be like, all right, see you later. <laughs> um, for those of you who are like day one division, like like you know veterans, you automatically know. You're in a bad server when you enter the dark zone and there's people on both sides of the dark zone door ready to shoot at you the moment Chill, you come in. that happens? <laughs> yes. The Division 1, there's probably some people who know what I'm talking about. You're playing the Division 1, you go in the dark zone, okay, let's see what's happening in the dark zone. You just That's get tragic. blasted because it's literally rogue agents just sitting there at your door just like killing you. And then the thing is, you can respawn at the door or you can just respawn on the opposite side of the city. Tragic. But you want to go into that dark zone. But there's people just sitting there aiming at you and it was annoying i just gave up i was like yeah i'm not i'm not buying the dlcs i'm not doing none of this and the thing is that ubisoft is having another sale and the division is on sale for 10 bucks but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna buy it though there's there's no point but um um, like i was listening to from what's good games again because you know they had they were in dc for the for the special event and um i like what they have their roadmap planned out for it like they do have plans for like i like to see a road they 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 do have plans for both having a lot of free content and then a lot of like stuff that's in the season pass they do they do have a season pass i guess like 40 bucks the same price as the original one uh i don't remember a lot of it because you know season trying trying to get all the information of season pass is a lot to take in especially when you're an avid destiny player or an anthem player you're trying to figure out the roadmap it's hard to take in somebody else's shit gains for service game Mm -hmm. um but i mean i like the idea i mean i mean i might maybe change my opinion i might maybe buy it but might more so at a later time because Sekiro comes out like the week after, and I'm more so looking forward to Sekiro than I am Division Two. I already said my last big titles for PS4 that I'm probably going to get is Days Gone, and whenever The Last of Us Two comes out, whenever yeah, that comes, you did out. say that. <laughs> that was the only so we'll two see. dedicated time. I mean, the game, and like I said, like overall, like the game does feel like shooting does feel nice. The shooting does feel good. It doesn't um, feel wonky I didn't, or anything. It like doesn't that. feel wonky, but I, I, I didn't. Like, I have this one weapon that I've been rocking with, but it's semi-auto, and it has a big recoil kickback, and I was like, this is a nice gun, but I really can't even hit my targets from far range. And the targets I'm, can hit you with everything they got, but right. it's, like, it's hard. and to... I was like, I really want a different weapon. Can you guys help me get a different weapon? I'm getting everything else, and I've been switching. I have, like, an M16 on my character that I've been using more because I can get, I could get, I could get more pop shots off better with that. I've been running the Scar and Shotgun. Yeah, a combo. But you know, overall, Division Two, I'd give it a thumbs up. I'd say, I'd say, go for it. Um, but, but then again, it's a beta, guys. So it, it is a beta, it but was it was a beta. very clean beta. Like I didn't have any like server disconnects or anything. So once no, I was in, I was in. Yeah, I played and I played for like an hour, close to two, just sitting there. I granted, I did get sleepy at one point because you know when you're walking everywhere instead of flying using fast a sparrow travel? or oh, fast wait. travel, it does get a little it takes a toll sleepy, on you, especially when you have no sleep. Yeah, especially when you work overnights and you only have so little time to do it. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I was happy with Division 2. It's cool. Um, I might just buy it because of the fact that I love DC. So, this is, like, the closest thing that we can get to a game that takes place in DC. Like, literally home inside. Field. Home field. You know. I, hopefully, if they if they do have it, they recreated National Stadium. So, I would literally go find it. Like, I would literally pull Google Maps and, like, where's National Stadium? I was like, oh, and it's on this street. All right, cool. Play with my friends like guys. I'll be right back. I'm gonna go to like meet me over here. I'm gonna go see a national stadium over here real quick. You know what we should do? We should like take like 
pictures or screenshots of our characters in the game and then go to DC at that point. At that oh, yeah, point absolutely. In, in real life. I would love to go to DC. <laughs> I've been, been thinking about going to DC because, like, when I did a decommission at a store in DC, I wanted, like, it took me to a different part I've never been to. So I'm more familiar with, like, the Chinatown area because that's where the museums are. Smithsonian, which is where all this, the Air and Space Museum, which is my favorite museum ever. I never get tired of that museum. I love the Smithsonian. They, re- they also recreated that, that museum, like, one-to-one, like, from even the carpet color and the details and where all the planes and displays are located. I was like, oh, I should have really went in there. Mm-hmm. I would have lost my ish if I did. But we'll see. I'll probably go in there in the final game, the retail version. But, yeah, Division 2. I like it. It's cool. I might get it. I probably will get it. 50-50. 50-50 with me right now. If I like it, then you have to get it. There's that. That's, that's basically because it's like me and Mike will sit there and we'll... Uh... We'll play off each other's games and like... Actually, I, actually, going back to Anthem real quick, I was thinking about asking, like, can I borrow your copy real quick so I can play it myself and see if I like it? Mm-hmm. And be like, oh, great, I got a trophy. Now I'm stuck with this trophy forever. <laughs> so we're like, oh, you got Anthem. Let me play. No, that was actually I just borrowed it from somebody. No. It's better, you know what? I'll probably let you do that instead of like doing red box. No, I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) You're good. After after all the stuff I read about with Anthem and watch with Anthem, I'm good. Uh, So uh, I want to believe the last segment we're going to get into real quick is uh, Mike's going to take over and talk about Destiny 2 Season of the Drifter that came out Tuesday. Um, I have not got into it yet. I watched Mike's stream um, on Twitch. It looked. It looked hectic, my guy. I was really confused about what was going on. You you jumped so, up on a ledge. The point I got me, you jumped up on a ledge and yeah, there was a firing squad Gambit, looking at you. So Gambit Prime is the new is the upgraded game feature in Gambit, right? It's so like if you know Gambit, version. which is the the mix of PVE and PV, PvP, right? Probably the best of both worlds. That's what they said, but I think it's probably chaotic. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Gambit Prime is a it's a Gambit match. But it's only one round, and it's a lot. Of, it's a lot more at stake. Uh, for example, like uh, so, you do have to still collect your modes. But one of the new features they added in was, um, if the opposing team, if one team has is sending a lot of blockers, the blockers will then eventually start draining your moat that you have in your moat canister. Ooh, so you really have to kill so those. you so like you really have to pay attention. And the other thing that's also brand new is that um, you can give yourself a role now in in like Gambit. Pre-game? So no, you can or more so pregame. But there's now armor sets bonuses that mm-hmm. pertain to that. So like for example, okay. I have two pieces of the collector set. The collector set is someone that collects moats and, you ba- focus and banks on them. Moats. You focus on that. There's the Reaper set. The Reaper set is basically you go after. Um, I think is. I think it's HVTs, high value targets. So when you hear Drifter said high value target on the field, you, you literally go after go, the high yeah. value target. So and that that's like and the collector's like an all white with snake, as you know the Drifter has like that snake thing that's going for him. Um, that's in white. The Reaper is in green. Um, the Invader set is for someone that likes to go on the other side most of the time. Mm-hmm. So, and the last one is Sentry, which is basically add you control. just add control. Like, you're just running around clearing the field and stuff like that. So, you can give yourself a role. You can have a team based on that. Um, for example, they show in the Vidoc that you can that you can run into a team that's, like, all invaders. So, it's like you'll never know who's coming from the other side. Ooh. I mean, there was that triumph in the original game where it said one person on the, each team had got a, had, had, had a, did an opportunity to, to go on the other side. I got that triumph. Didn't think I was going to get it, but I got it. Um, that's that's the community surprises you. Next yeah, it does. <laughs> um, but uh, it's it's a lot at stake now because when you do summon the prime evil, he has like a little overshield that's impenetrable, and so now when the when you summon the prime evil, 
they have these things called envoys and it could be a variety of ones it can be wizard like taken wizards because obviously it's always taken or i think it's usually taken wizards but it's one of each elemental type shield so solar void and arc now the last one will drop what's called i think it's called a primeval slayer uh buff mm-hmm. and you stand in it right but the primeval also has more damage so like supers for example like if you have supers and everyone executed it like no you you'll see the primeval actually drop in half um so it it is stackable and you just have to like every time your team's doing well with the primeval damage and you're taking out the envoys it does go into a times two times three times four and so on and so forth i think the highest i got one time was times five when you're at times five that's when dps actually happens like you can actually see the health bar start draining however because it's gambit and the portal's constantly being open on both sides their players will still come in and then of course death heals the prime evil so yeah i've played three games lost back to back to back games um it's a lot more intense than regular gambit it's a lot of moving look parts. At that. i was watching i it's, was like this is a it's lot way more intense on. it's a little bit more harder because the fact that it's a one round that's it it's a one and done round so after was the loot worth it like what did you get worthy um the loot is okay the real loot after Gambit is a new is another game mode called um, the Recreation. So the Drifter has like this ship that he's like hauling around, and he works with the Agent of the Nine apparently. But we'll find out in the story I post supposedly next week because this week is all about Gambit Prime. The next week is supposed to have like a little bit of story stuff that pertains more about the Drifter and his relationship with the with the Nine. Which of course, if you know Zer, the agent he works with the Agent of the mm-hmm. Nine. So when you do that, and that's a that's a continuing loop of of uh, kind of like blind well. So instead of like having to like depositing, like you can literally just stay in there for as long as you like. Now, the, later on in, the, in your quest steps, the drifter is going to give you a thing called a synthesizer. So when you go and do and do things in Gamut Prime, and you start seeing you start collecting things called the uh, synth tokens, and you use those tokens to give you to wager modes. So that's how you get the armor set in that and then you take that armor set you go back in gambit prime that's basically how it works so like gambit prime the re- recreation and then go back to gambit prime with the new with the new set so like for example and when you have all four sets it stack 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 so when you're the doing it, so if you're you so if you're a collector you can collect more moats sooner if i think if i remember correctly but i'm not entirely sure i didn't really look into it i just wanted to like jump in it to a blind but that's that's just basic that's that's basically the vibe i got um they did also there is i think there is gonna be new crew there's gonna be new weapons to chase after and bungie is also pertaining for everybody so if you're just a d2 player there's gonna be things for you to do in d2 for weapon but it's probably just gonna be weapons and gear to chase Mm -hmm. uh if you're a d2 plus forsaken owner again same principle but d2 but the real benefit is for like the whole package your d2 plus with d2 plus forsaken plus annual pass is all gonna be there. There's there's there is guns to chase after. I do have some pretty cool guns, but I've been focusing on the black armory stuff since I got that on the back burner. So I've been I'm still trying to figure out like this quest step, but I need to wait for the Shadow Throne to be fully for, uh, I, just, I need the curse to be fully activated in order for me to actually progress what I'm doing. For those of you who didn't know, uh, me and Mike talked about this. The Thorn is uh making a return. Yes, Thorn is coming back. Uh not, not really have, looking forward not to looking it. Forward to um that. I don't really play a lot of PvP, but and the thing is to me I don't play a lot of PvPs because a lot of the guns that I remember what Bungie said or like gear, they said you don't have to necessarily play PvP. Destiny 
was like that. The first Destiny game was like that. Like, you know, in order for you know, to get, like, actual good stuff, you did have to play PvP. And I think even Bungie recognized that. So that's why when they made D2, they're like, yeah, we're going to make sure everybody, everybody can get, can everybody can get loot. Um, at least I'm not PvP, but I know for a fact that... Um, they don't even we don't even know what the quest steps are, but a friend of mine thinks that it it they he hopes fingers crossed that it goes back the original steps from the first game, which is specifically get void kills and stuff like that. If it is like that, then I don't know. I might throw my hat in there at least to get it. But I do also have the last word one. So if I do, if I do get a little mojo going in PvP, when I do have a mojo going in PvP, I am actually really good. But it's just the fact that I just tell myself I hate it and I just have a bad time and I just end up having a real bad time and I get really upset about it. Am I a sore loser? Uh, no, not really. I just hate PvP. Yeah, Mike. Really do. Mike doesn't do PvP, and I sit there and I can't sit. I can't do a raid. Mike doesn't do PvP. Oh, raid is raid. I can do that all day. I can't can't do a raid. I'm sorry. It's, I don't know if it's maybe it's just me, but the people that's in my raid, I don't know what's you up. You just need a good raid team. That's, yeah, my thanks. team, my clan, and my team were pretty good. My one of my the leader of mine is uh, of uh, not your real dad. That's the name of our clan. Don't ask. I just joined when he made it. Um, he's, he's a, he's a big Destiny 2 guy and he watches the videos and he knows the steps of what to do and he'll explain it and he'll do dry runs and then we'll do a serious run. So that way the dry runs are there so that way you can understand how Mm -hmm. it's done and if you get it down and if we beat it in the second dry run, he's like, then that means you got it. You understood. So that means we can just keep pushing forward. My favorite raid right now is actually the last wish because I really want all the gear in that one. I want like the armor set. I want all the weapons and everything. I got like a good quarter of them, so I'm good. But yeah, Gambit Prime. Yeah, if you like Gambit already, this is just a a, a turn turn the knob to eleven version of Gambit Prime. One shot round, uh, more at stake, but the armor is going to be there and super beneficial. Um, and the Gambit Prime bounties don't correlate with Gambit itself, and as well as the armor too. Bungie made that very clear because they said that they. If they were to make the Gambit arm, Gambit Prime armor work in regular Gambit, it kind of be at a disadvantage mm-hmm. because Gambit is regular and it's also best two out of three. Also, so the Gambit Prime armor only works in Gambit Prime, but you could take it with you in Gambit if you want to. Mm-hmm. But it's just it just won't have the stack effects. So there's that. Um, I'm looking forward to more so the, the little bit of the story side of it they give you something to do so that's that hopefully it should be next week we bought uh the annual pass for that 25 dollar uh deal price. when it was on sale that's yeah. the price that i wanted to pay for not 35 <laughs> dude <laughs> i didn't want to pay i didn't want to pay four dollars and 99 cents cheaper than what i paid for for forsaken mm-hmm. so um yeah, yeah get back into it man you gotta get back into yeah, it yeah I'm, I'm i told myself i'm gonna get back into it because um destiny one and it was like one of the first games I got back into. If you need to leave your clan and join mine, I'll put in a good word for my clan leader. Oh, I have a clan. We we're messaging. Like if you 24/7. don't, if you don't, oh no, okay. said, just come. Okay. You can join mines. They're in the UK mostly, so they're not like all. And mines are all. Matter of fact, a good quarter of mines all live here in Maryland, so oh, okay. our schedules can actually link up. Alrighty then. It's well, something to think about. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Yeah, Gamut Prime. It's cool. I like it. It's all right. I mean, it's all right. It's literally just Gambit. <laughs> it's just Gambit, but hard version. I think I call it Gambit Hardcore. Because I didn't do a lot of Gambit like back in 
Like when I had first, eight when wins. it was first introduced, I didn't. I do had it eight wins in Gambit by itself, so <laughs> I, you know, for a while I was enjoying it. Yeah, I didn't do it. And it, actually, Gambit. I was pretty good at invading too. And then I and then I realized, oh, actually, power level does matter. Oh, let me just not invade anymore. Why am I not doing any damage? I was getting freaking crossbowed by people. People were sniping me, and I, I made it my duty when I was getting invaded to find the person invading. That was I'm my more duty. now like a century, a century, a defender type guy. So defender and uh, you I, know, I love ad control. Yeah, ad control and collector. Like I hated it when players just have like a ton of modes and don't deposit. I was like, this is why we're losing because they've already summoned their primeval and you're still holding on to twenty. I'm sitting there looking at a guy with freaking fifteen moats. I'm like, why haven't you, you deposited deposit yet? <laughs> why are you still running around? You know, you realize you can't carry any more moats, right? It's like when you so, hit ten, hurry up and just deposit. I understand. I like I like, I like to try and send as many small blockers as I can. If I know myself, I sent three, then I, that's when I'll start going after like the medium and the large blockers. Like I will actually hold on to them. So, but yeah. I remember the bounties for those, dude. Oh my goodness. Just yeah, they have bounties for Gambit, Gambit Prime also. But I'll, I'll, I'll get back into it. Right now, I'm currently on Rainbow Six and Anthem. You're still stuck on Rainbow Six, man. That games for service over there is really keeping you in. Dude, we, you, dude, the new season just came out. And it's like, that game is like so competitive. I'm sorry. I've been playing Rainbow Six since I started streaming. And it's... Chill. Yeah. It's, it's that and Shinobi Striker of the game that's really like, you know, on my channel. Right now, I'm still playing Sims 4. I just started Sims 4 again. <laughs> yes. On my YouTube channel, Audie the Kid, I just started playing the Sims 4. And the crazy thing is, I had like... 300 views by the end of the stream wow. i was like wow people actually like sitting me and watching make me. and make <laughs> and watch me be god in my own, in my own virtual watch me home. chop somebody in the house and i can just sit there and watch them suffer like i get mad at my friends like you know what i'm about to go to sims 4 and kill you wait what just boot up sims 4 and make that character just to be starve. fair he's talking about the video game he's not gonna try and kill his real yeah, friends. yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm gonna just let their characters he just makes a character of, a, of his friend in the game and just kill him off that yeah, way I just, that way he could have some kind of we we're gonna do like a tv fantasy i'm gonna do like a tv series and just like have season one season two dun, 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 dun. <laughs> that's how you should do it but uh we're hitting the uh almost the hour 30 minute mark here i did not know <laughs> i honestly did these episodes think... are gonna be like fluctuating but you know some of the some of the segments did go on longer but it's okay because you know we're here to give you all the feedback and you know frontline frontline opinions of mm -hmm. the games and tv and stuff like, like we that. said if there's anything you guys think we should talk about always uh please share our twitters because you know if you don't tell us we my me and mike will definitely find something to, uh, to share with you with. yes yeah. So, but um, yeah, that is the end of the episode, guys. We want to thank you all for tuning in and listening and listening us share our silly opinions and how we don't know anything. But we are fans of gaming, pop culture, anime, music, <clears throat> TV shows, music. Movies. Yeah, we haven't got into that part yet. We'll find a segment to M have music a music is section. Iffy in this music is iffy in this because uh, uh, I like different music. So I'm more of a nowadays just uh, yeah, dubstep <laughs> and uh, EDM music these yeah. days. Mike's gonna bring up one like you know music genre. I'm gonna bring up what different music genre. It's just gonna be like a. a I am kind of curious to hear what kind of music you like to listen as to. As long as you just know I don't like trap music, so okay, that's fine. We can we can relate. <laughs> we can relate then. But yes. Uh, anyways, thank you all for tuning in on today's podcast. Again, you can always you can find our podcast services everywhere. We're on Spotify, Apple, Google. Uh, I think he puts it on SoundCloud. I'm in control of the SoundCloud. And then uh, I think uh, radios. Oh man, there's whatever podcast service. Radio you Public. To, radio Public. Yeah, Radio Public. Yeah, whatever podcast service you like to listen to, we're on there. If we're not, just stick around. They might. It, it's gonna show up there one day. 
But uh, thank you for tuning in today's, on today's podcast. Again, my name is Mike, a.k.a. Nintendo Mike C. That's my Twitter, and that's also my Instagram. And it's your boy, Jermaine, a.k.a. Audi, a.k.a. Audi the Kid. That's on YouTube, and it's Toby underscore. I might change my thing to Audi the Kid on Twitter. I might that just might make do sense. That. This, this, I have a lot, a lot of different handles. There's a lot going on. But I'm, and I'm it's also it a- Nintendo Mike C on my Twitch, too. Yeah. Go ahead and um, watch uh, Mike. Mike's trying to get that affiliate going. We're trying to... He has a lot of followers. It's just those people don't come back, and it's, it's bothering both of us. And I I'm know. Not, I'm not three, even. <laughs> I need to average three people. So, like, hey, if you follow me on Twitch, also turn the notification on, so that way you know I'm going live. And, and just stick around, you know? Mm-hmm. I play a lot of variety games. I'm back on playing Switch games, but I got to go back to finish Splinter Cell Double Agent because I think I'm at the end of that game. I need to finish it. So, hopefully, when we come back from this trip, we'll have some stories to tell you guys or something fun might happen. On the next podcast? Yes, on yes. the next podcast. Higher, further, faster, faster baby. baby. That's right.